Raider Nation, what is the deal, man? You're back for another episode of the Raiders Recap with the Sick Podcast. And today, man, we're going over the Raiders' 16-12 to win over the New York Jets. Real gritty win, showed a lot. So without further ado, man, let's go ahead and get this intro started, and let's get into it. Turn up your volume, because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. Raiders Recap. Jacobs. Jacobs with running room right up the middle. Jacobs is on his way. The Raiders are going to win this game. The sickest Las Vegas Raiders podcast. It's going to be sick. What is the deal, Raider Nation? Like I said, it's another episode of the Raiders recap on the sick podcast. Make sure you tap it on the like, on the subscribe button. And hit on that little notification bell, man, because we're going to be dropping every time either the Raiders win, either the Raiders lose. We are here. But today, we here after a win, all right? And it was a gritty, gritty win, 16-12 to 12, over the New York Jets. And that's kind of, you know, what we thought it was going to be. Uh, this this game right here was a big test for our quarterback, for our second-time play caller uh, in Bo Hardegree. Even for our second, you know, second game, his second game starting Antonio Pierce, a big test for all three. Um, and they showed up in the moments right now. We didn't have a spectacular game on the stats wise. When you're looking at the stats, okay, Aiden O'Connell, 16 for 27, 153 with a touchdown, one interception, right? Josh Jacobs, this was the big stat 27 carries for 116 yards. And that was the key of the offense for going into this game, going against that very, very touted New York Jets defense. They were every bit what I thought they were going to be coming into this game. Um, this G- this Jets defense ain't nothing to play with, but to be able to have Josh Jacobs go over 100 yards against this defense, that says something, man, and you got to give credit one more time to the big boys up front, right? I don't want to see any slander. I really do not because the offensive line has played their ass off especially in these last two weeks, man, they have played their ass off. And then yesterday, right? Yes, you can say Aiden O'Connell had three sacks, but he was without his starting left tackle. We were down our starting left tackle yesterday. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and y'all usually, you know what that means. You, especially against a defense like that, usually, you know what that means. And some may argue that Colton Miller is a top 10 left tackle. So you're missing that. But to only give up three sacks, okay, three sacks, and then you can even ask the quarterback. You can see it in the interviews after the game. He, Aiden O'Connell, said he held the ball a little too long. So can you attribute all three on the offensive line? I always say that, yes. The sacks are an offensive line stat. But you can't always attribute the sacks to the offensive line. Sometimes the quarterback is responsible for getting himself sacked sometimes. So, yes. And we're going to get to Aiden O'Connell in a minute. He kind of held the ball too long. But to give up only three sacks without your starting left tackle and you have a rusher go over 100 yards speaks volume to the offensive line. Are they perfect? Hell no. I'm not sitting here trying to, you know, uh, trying trying to convince you all that this offensive line is a top 15, top 10 offensive line. I'm not trying to convince you that. All I'm saying is for as much slander as they get, they play their ass off, man. So shout out to the big boys up front. Wide receivers did their thing when they were called upon. This is one of them games where it's going to be gritty. It ain't really a receiver pretty game, right? It was just going to be gritty, but they did what they supposed to do. Made crucial blocks down the field, right? Um, made catches when they needed to. 
tight end Michael Mayer did. He did things that we're expecting him to do if you get him the football. Okay. And this is what this is why I was saying all along, bro. Get this man the football. Let him touch it. Let him have it, bro, because he does things like this. He's physical, bro. He's just that he's an imposing force, an imposing wheel out there. And he has soft hands. For a big guy, right? He got very soft hands. I I, I loved the pick of Michael Mayer. And I think he's only gonna grow with Aiden O'Connell as we continue. To, to see that development, okay? So you go there, all right? Now you go on the defensive side. So first of all, I continue to say this. You're holding an NFL team your 20 points. Your defense is real. Your defense is real, all right? And for the past two weeks, it's been under 20. What was it last week? I forgot the goddamn score last week, really, but it was low for the Giants. And yesterday, you give... Seven, only 12 points to the fucking Jets? Only 12 points. That right there is wild, man. 12 points, and you're only giving and no touchdowns for the Jets. No touchdown for the Jets. When you look at Zach Wilson's stats, you can argue, yeah, all right, he had a pretty clean game, 23-39, um, 263 yards with no touchdowns, one interception. Okay, but I'm going to tell you the biggest stat line. Because coming into this game, I said the running backs are going to be crucial. Their running backs are going to be crucial. Josh Jacobs was needed to get going. And all, as for us on the defensive side of the ball, we cannot allow Brees Hall to take over this game and win them the game. The crucial stat, Brees Hall, 13 attempts, 28 yards. 28 yards on 13 attempts. That was the crucial stat. Only two yards a carry, bro. That was the key for the Raiders' defense coming into this game, okay? I said Aiden O'Connor didn't have to, or we shouldn't have turned the football over, but we did. Either way, defense held their end of the bargain. When you really think about it, we had, what, two, three turnovers? Two, three? Something like that? Potential? Because Amir White fumbled, he ended up getting it back. Josh Jacobs fumbled, he ended up getting back. Shit, potentially four, because he fumbled on his 40-yard uh, uh, run. So... Potentially four turnovers you had. Aiden O'Connell had an interception, but still the defense stepped up when needed. Kept them out of the end zone, bro. Really in that first half, kept us in the game as the offense got the rhythm. You know what I mean? Because if it was not for the offense, I mean, for the defense, doing what they did in that first half, because we had turnovers, we looked sloppy. Aiden O'Connell looked like things were going a little too fast. We couldn't get the running game started. Josh Jacobs, keep in mind, only had 30 yards of rushing in that first half. You see what that, you see what he ended with? 117. So from 30 yards in the first half of rushing, Aiden O'Connell looked, you know, flustered a little. The defense kept us in the game and kept the game close, kept it within arm's length. And all you said for the Raiders to do, all they needed to do was get in the end zone one time. Got to get in the end zone one time. And that's what they did, man. And it's, it's beautiful, beautiful to see because all three phases of the Raiders team ended up playing well. All three phases. Special teams played a big part in this game. A.J. Cole was a huge contributor to this game. Huge. I mean, if not for him flipping field position the way he was doing, you know, we, we might. It, it might be a more tougher task. Okay. Then you go from him to DeAndre Carter. DeAndre Carter was a huge thing for the Raiders offense this game. Why? Because multiple times 
He took punt returns and got them into great field position. He got the Raiders in a great field position, bro. There were times where now we're starting at like the 40, 45, instead of starting at the 25. It's a way different thing, way, way different. So shout out to the special teams, bro. Defense played their ass off. MVP of the defense. Got to give it to Robert Spillane, Bob Spillane. That's the, that's the guy right there, bro. And I will be honest, I was skeptical of the signing at the beginning. Very, very skeptical. But to see what he's coming here and done, brought physicality, brought toughness back, and at the same time has brought way better coverage skills than I anticipated him having. I did not think he can cover like this. He has three interceptions on the season, bro, and that last interception was a thing of beauty yesterday. Thing of beauty. Read Zach Wilson to a T. Read him down to the letter, bro, and, and ended up reading the eyes. Zach Wilson is staring down the stick route. Boom, right? It's an interception. But that right there pretty much sealed the game. Now, I will argue to you that the decision to throw the ball at the end of the game when you had when the Jets only had one timeout was almost costly. And you can say, okay, you're, you have a lot of confidence in your rookie, rookie quarterback, in which, okay, I understand. But in this situation right now, I would have liked them to run the ball. But regardless, you get the win, right? You, you splitting hairs now. Um, but just in situation like that, I would like them to run the ball, get the timeout going. But defense held on again. All right. Now let's talk about Aiden O'Connell. Let's let's talk about Aiden O'Connell because I want to address something. And I can't believe I'm even fucking addressing it. There are fans who yesterday, as soon as he threw the pick, was ready to bench him and bring Jimmy Garoppolo in. My my thing is like, what the fuck do y'all be thinking about? Okay, like, and usually I'm like, all right, bro, y'all have the right to your opinion, but it's like, what, what goes through some of your brains, right? It, it makes no sense because we saw what Jimmy looked like. And Jimmy has been in the NFL for how long? So obviously we can't live with a motherfucker at quarterback doing the shit he was doing, being that long of a veteran. Now, yesterday with Aiden O'Connell, all right, when he threw that interception, to be honest with you, I wasn't even mad. I wasn't even mad. Now, there were times when Jimmy threw some shit, and I was like, bro, what the f-? you know? But he threw that interception yesterday. I wasn't mad. Why? Because I chalked it up, and I knew that's a rookie mistake. Learning curve, bro. Rookie mistake. Cool. How you going to bounce back? That's what I wanted to see. How are you going to bounce back? Because realistically, bro, and everybody that said, oh, he sucks. Get him out of there. He's a fucking rookie on his second full start. Second full start. What do you expect? What the hell are you expecting? He's not at the now. All of you can be like, oh, but look at CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud has played from day one, day one, and has continuously played through weeks and gotten to this point and gotten better. Aiden O'Connell has not. So he's a little farther in CJ Stroud, a little farther in his development right now. Not saying he's low or whatever, but the way he's playing, he's way farther in his development. But he's had more time under his belt. Aiden O'Connell's getting started, and grant you, this fucking defense has made other more top-tier quarterbacks look back. So, I mean, I don't know what some of y'all were expecting out of this Jets team. I know this is my thing, bro, right? I get we're all fans and shit, and I'm a fan. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm like some analyst or whatever, but I'm a fan, but still, you got to look You got to look at shit objectively. Take the goggles off. Take the regular goggles off, bro. Understand. 
whatever you're hearing in the social media, your friends are saying, oh, the Jets suck. We should smash them. We should beat their ass. Come on, bro. It's football. It's football. I mean, you know when a team is really, really ass, right, like the Giants. Yeah, last week we knew what we were supposed to do. But this week, majority of people knew this was going to be a fucking top 10 defense. We're playing top 10. This defense wins them games. It's not the offense that wins games. The defense wins games for them. So we majority of us do. So everything we saw was expected. Everything we saw was expected. Now, that the interception, yes, it was bad. And honestly, to me, I would have liked more synergy from the play caller because he before the interception, he fumbled the fucking snap. He fumbled the fucking snap. And I wish I was live to set to to really, you know, show my reactions to these things when I was watching it. But he fumbled the snap. And immediately after that, I looked at him, looked at his eyes. You can tell he's a little frantic. I'm like, bro, you should run the ball. Okay. I, I kind of put a little bit on that on the play caller because just before that, he fumbled the snap. Remember, you're going against the top 10 defense. These motherfuckers are coming. So I would have liked probably for Bo Hardegree to call something that can get him back in the rhythm. And it's not, you know, not going to make him frantic. Because right after you fumble a snap, now you're frantic. You're trying to read the defense and shit. You know, either run the ball or give him something quick on the outside to throw. So I would have liked that. But at the same time, okay, he threw the interception. Rookie-ass mistake because he stared down and he thought the DB was going to continue to backpedal. Didn't do it, right? They, he, read the, he read the route to a team. So, okay, how do you bounce back, though? Because we all know it can be a slippery slope from the one interception. Now it can be like, oh, shit, you know, how the game is teetering. How can you do it? But Devontae says something after the game, bro, that makes you open your eyes. He said he's as cool as the other side of the pillow. Through the interception, you never would know. Came back and led the team, bro, and, and dare I say Looked a little mobile, right? Dare I say, showed a little mobility going into that touchdown to Michael Mayer. Bro, I saw poise yesterday. I saw maturity. I saw command of that offense yesterday. Anybody that is getting mad at this kid for the way he played, bro, stop it. Stop it. I don't stop it. I don't want to hear it, bro. It's a rookie on his second start against a top 10 defense. Need I a top 10 defense without your starting left tackle? Need I say more? What the fuck are we talking about? So all of you that were, oh, he sucks, get Jimmy in there. Stop, bro. Stop. Take a seat. Assess how smart you are in this football shit and learn some shit. That's all I'm saying. All right? All right? Learn some shit. But regardless, all right, you can get mad at me all you want. You can not subscribe or whatever. I don't give a fuck. Right? This is my goddamn channel. I'm going to say what I want to say. So at this point, I'm proud of this team, bro. We got rookies playing in spots that matured and bossed up yesterday. And we got rookie play callers in spots and bossed up yesterday. I got to talk. Give love to Bo Hardigree, bro. Understand, me personally. Now, I, I've heard other people say that they've seen this play ran. But me personally, I have not seen another team run that fake tush push. I haven't seen it. But the fake tush push at fourth and one, fourth and inches, that was ballsy one, very ballsy. But two, a great fucking play call. A great play call. That's that's the shit you take to your bank. That's shit you take to your bank and say, oh yeah, I can I can fuck with him. I can fuck with him. Now there are times that I will say he he gets a little too cute. 
right? I, I think he trusts Aiden O'Connell a little more than he should at this point in the development. But damn, I mean, like, what? But really, really, though, when I say that, it's like, fuck, how much? I mean, Josh Jacobs had 27 carries. So it's not like he's trying to not get the run game started. You're going to, to me, I'm cool with it. Honestly, most people say that he's trusting him a little too much. And I do, do, do agree to a point, right? We're like, okay, certain certain things you take the ball out of his hands for right now. Like I said, that last third down at the end of the game where the Jets still had the timeout inside to throw the ball, take the ball out of his hands in them situations right here. But for the most part, bro, it's time to start taking, taking the training wheels off. Got to take the training wheels off. Because next team we're going to play, you can't have no training wheels next week. Miami, we're going to have to come to play, and we're going to have to get busy. So, and especially against Kansas City. Can't be no motherfucking training wheels. So, where do I see this team going? Am I, am I talking about Super Bowl? No, no. I still see this team as a nine-win team. Maybe a ten, if you sneak one up in there. But uh, all I'm knowing is uh, we're, we're seeing and we're looking at the job interview that Antonio Pierce is giving the Raiders right now to be the full-time head coach. And all you got to all you got to look at is appreciate. In two games, he's got this team playing with more heart, right? More intensity. Um, Aiden O'Connell, he's putting shit in the bank. Remember, there's so many good quarterbacks coming out next year. He's got to show he's the guy. Or at least he's deserving of being the guy. Now, I still give him competition next year, but for him, yeah. Yeah, I think uh I think he he's doing everything he needs to do as a rookie <laughs> to show that he has command of what's going on. Even with Bo Hardigree, you keep him with that. I mean, you gotta develop your boy, you know what I mean? So this is a pairing I would like to keep together. But um Y'all let me know down below, man. How do y'all feel? We're going to get into the defense right now. I mean, as far as the defense, everybody played well. Everybody played well. Now, there are times that, you know, we, we kind of gave it up on the back end. Corners kind of gave it up a little bit. But Corey and Bennett played about as best as a game I've seen him play as a, as a pro. Realistically, he played as best as I've seen him play. No Amik Robertson. Prayers up to Amik, man. He looked like he got knocked out a little bit, but he was good. He walked off on his own power. So prayers up to Amik, man, and, and be Sad when you see one of your old get down or when everybody gets down, but he's good to go. So he left the game. We were short in the corner. But when he left the game, you know, the, the announcements and everybody was like, oh, shit, you know, here comes another corner in there. Tyler Hall came in, and I was confident because I went, most people that watch the Raiders know what the fuck Tyler Hall can do, and it is a wonder to me why he never gets more playing time. Tyler Hall has continuously made play after play after play Every time he has been in the game, every game he's been in, why he gets no no more playing time is beyond me. But, hey, you know, he made his plays when he needed to. Uh, Jacorian, like I said, Jacorian Bennett played about as best a game as he played. You can definitely tell the addition and the return of Diablo helped a lot in that run game. So glad he was back. Need him to stay healthy. Masterson played a fucking great game. Like I said, the MVP of the game was Spillane. MVP of the game was Spillane. Now, Matt Crosby, as far as the sack total, was, was quiet. He was quiet, but he made an impact when it mattered. Coons had a fucking strip sack. The interior D lineman, who I thought was going to be a, a big factor, John Jenkins, played well. Adam Butler played well. I mean, shit, even uh, Jerry Tillery and Bilal Nichols gave us some production. So everybody on that defensive side of the ball is playing how they're supposed to. Now, they got a couple chunk plays on us um, here and there, and they were doing a couple things yesterday that 
I, I wasn't used to this Jets offense doing, but we stood up tall. Kept him out of the end zone. Remember, if the Raiders give up a touchdown anywhere in the first half drives, the game looks different. The game looks different. But the fact we held strong, we held tough, and we do what we're supposed to do, man, gives you a lot of fucking hope going into the future. So, like I said, man, make sure you guys are hitting the like, hitting the subscribe button, because we're back after every game giving you the recap of what it went down versus the Raiders versus anybody, right? Giving you the recap of what's going down. Make sure you guys are tapping on all the buttons, man. What did I miss? Who is you guys' MVP? Comment down below, man. Who's your MVP on the offense, the defense? I think I said my defense. What did say my offense was? My offensive MVP would be Josh Jacobs, of course, right? He led the team. Now, he said it himself, almost fucked it off at the end with that, that fumble. But, hey, you know, he's running hard. He's running angry. We're taking that personality. So, you know, that, that that's all I want to see. And Antonio Pierce, once again, that's, that's two. All right, that's two. Now, I said he got to win six to seven to keep the job. Four to five more. Four to five more, and the job is his to me. But, hey, like I said, comment down below. Let me know how y'all feel about the win. It's Victory Monday, man. So, everybody feeling good going to your jobs. Wherever you go, we feeling good. And rep that silver and black, man. So, like I said, hit the like. Hit the subscribe button. And we're going to catch y'all next time on the Sick Podcast with the Raiders Recap. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast Raiders Recap on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.